because I think they did amazing. So today is February 13th, means that Valentine is tomorrow, and the neck pressing has already started. If you've opened social media, you know that uh, <coughs> they've started pressing necks, amen? Valentine is coming. Where is your boyfriend? You are sitting alone. You are so <laughs> It's a lie. You are not alone. Amen? He says, behold, I go before you and I am with you. I will never leave nor forsake you. He says, I have loved you with an, an everlasting love. His love for you is unconditional. He says, you are the apple of my eyes. He says, you are mine. He is so mindful that he has numbered even the hair on your head. Romeo and Juliet do wish that one. At all. But if it is your desire and you are ready, somebody's son will find you in Jesus' name. Amen. I bring your minds back to church. <laughs> Matthew 22, from verse 36 to 40. Okay, so it says, Teacher, which is the most important commandment in the law of Moses? 37. Jesus replied, You must love the Lord your God with all your heart, all your soul, and all your mind. 38. It says, this is the first and greatest commandment. 39. He said, a second is equally important. Say equally important. A second is equally important. Love your neighbor as yourself. The entire law and all the demands of the prophets are based on these two commandments. God never planned for man to be alone, literally and figuratively. So literally in that man should not be alone as in husband and wife. So God gave him a help and brought a woman to him. Figuratively in that man in general, whether man or woman, we're not created to be islands. We are not supposed to be alone. We're supposed to have people and support systems around us, right? So we all need people. Everybody here. You can't, um, 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 I, I got this, um, self-made, um, all those things that we see. Everybody needs at least somebody. That's how it's supposed to be. And to get more out of life or out of any relationships that you are in, whether it's friendship, whether it's family, whether it's um, a, your husband or whatever, to get more out of any relationship, you must pour love into it. To get more out of life, you must be somebody who pours love out of you. Praise God. It's like buying a brand new car. You buy a brand new car, you wash it, you clean it, you polish, you wax it, you buy something. I'm sorry, I'm not a car person. You buy all those some, something rim things that you buy. You've put all the horsepower and elephant power and everything inside. If it is a car that runs on fuel and you don't put fuel, no matter how beautiful that car is, it is not going anywhere. It is not going anywhere. It will not operate in the function that you bought it for. Praise God. So no matter how, you know, beautiful you look or put together or intelligent or all of that, if you are not a lover, your life will not be going anywhere. 
That's why you see so many people who are rich or who have so many things and they are depressed. Either they are not pouring out love or they are not receiving love. That is how we are, we are wired. We are wired to pour out love and to receive love. Anybody who is, who, even if you are only a receiver and receiver, you will be depressed. If you are pouring and pouring and nobody is pouring into you, you will be depressed. Praise God. So that's why we need people. And there's always a lot of emphasis on loving God, you know, which is great. I mean, what's there not to love? We're talking about the King of Kings, the Lord of Lords, the one who knows the end of a thing from the beginning, the one who says something and it comes to pass, the ever-merciful God, the one whom we boast in, the one who sees a thing. And uh, this God, like, what is there? not to love about God. So when you know where we're all about, oh, love God, love God, love God, that's amazing. But this verse says, this is equal, give me that, the part where it says equally important. It's still Matthew 22, I haven't moved. It said a second is equally important. So what they are saying is that my love for minister or God is equally important as my love for God. I will let that sink in. The platform on which you put your love for God is that I love God, I love him, there's nothing I will not do for him. There's not that same platform, the same level. Hmm? That's where your love for others should be. That's what Jesus himself said. That's what Jesus himself said. Give me 1 Corinthians 13 from verse 1. It says, if I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love others, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy... And if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains but didn't love others, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it, but if I didn't love others, I would have gained nothing. Let me see what the first verse is. Okay, no, leave it at that. I, you know... Earlier in my Christian work, that's, this verse used to confuse me. I don't know if it you know, confuses anybody. Like, how do you do all these things? Then they say, because I not love somebody. It doesn't, I don't understand. I'm a clanging symbol that I have nothing and I have gained nothing. Very annoying. It says, if I even burn my body, if I don't love others, he <laughs> say, if I give all I have, uh-uh, uh-uh, have I not tried? And you know, one day I was just thinking about this verse, and I, no, this doesn't add up. I, I, I've done so much, I do not say it doesn't count. No, I don't agree. And the Holy Spirit said to me one day, He said, Everywhere you see love others, replace it with love God, and tell me if it makes sense. So let's start again. It says, If I could speak all the languages of earth and of angels, but didn't love God, I would only be a noisy gong or a clanging cymbal. If I had the gift of prophecy, and if I understood all of God's secret plans and possessed all knowledge, and if I had such faith that I could move mountains, 
but didn't love God, I would be nothing. If I gave everything I have to the poor and even sacrificed my body, I could boast about it. But if I didn't love God, I would have gained nothing. And the Holy Spirit said, does it make sense to you now? Does it make sense to us now? Because you're like, uh-uh, if you do all these things that you don't love God, Father, can sit down. But no, it doesn't matter to us. We don't care. Loving God is everything. How can you not love God? How can you? Equally important. Equally important. And it was like a light bulb just went off. Says you've been reading it wrong. Says because you think that loving others is somehow, you know how you have number five, then you have five A, five B, five C. So you think that loving God is the number five, then loving others is the five C. No. Or five five Z. <laughs> Praise God. Says no, it's it's one and the same. It's one and the same. God is in if he's measuring it, you know how they give you an exam and they say, um, Number one and two, equal marks. Pass mark is 80. You know that you, can, you cannot afford to fail anyone. Because even if you get everything in the first one, and you fail the second one, you are still failed. If you get everything in the second one, and you fail the first one, you are still failed. Yeah, that's what the scripture is telling us. Because we're going around with 50% feeling like, ah, ah. I've done this. I love God. I come to church. I worship. I serve. I do everything that I'm supposed to do. I... But you see your fellow department member suffering and you know that you can help, but no concern me. And then God is saying that you're a clanging cymbal. I wish I could. I, if I had, I would have brought. <laughs> I would have brought a clanging cymbal to show you. It says you have gained nothing. Says you got you 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 are nothing. You have gained nothing. So that fifty piece, in fact, it's better that you just have zero. So you know you not even do anything. You know how that thing is that you read, 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 and the only thing you read was that first question. You don't get to examine. You already know that you have failed. Like I found Kuku read. Let me just go to zero and just know. Praise God. So you know I'm, there are a lot of things I'm going to say today, but I'm staying here because. This is, the, this is the crux of the matter. The fact that you understand that your love for your HOD is equally important as your love for God. If you are a leader, your love for the people that you are leading is as important as your love for God. So if you claim that you love God, then... It should be an offshoot. It should be an overflow of loving people. Praise God. So, how do we now love others? Because of, obviously it's a big deal. And without this love, we're not, there's no pass mark. So we better figure it out, Abby. Uh, that's how I felt that day. I said, okay, now that you have said it like this. Because without the Holy Spirit, I can be a loner. I, I, you know how you love your own company? I can be inside a room for one year. When people were complaining about COVID, I didn't understand because... My, 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 <laughs> somebody says my default setting. My um, agenda did not really change, you, to be honest, because I work from home on a good day. Sometimes I'm in my room, I'm typing 13 hours. I don't come out and see another human being. I might not even remember to eat. And I'm happy, you, to be honest. You. 
Ah, no. I'm genuinely happy. But God said, no. We don't work like that here. <laughs> it's not by I prayed, I read my Bible. Who has felt, in, who, who, who has been impacted or has gained anything or has felt any love from you as a Christian? Says if you have not done that, forget it. Forget it, you have been wasting your time. So, let's figure it out now. How do we love others? Let's go. Continue the verse for me, please. It says, love is patient and kind. Love is patient and kind. Patient. Patient means that you are not quick to react. And when we say not quick to react, I'm not talking about... No, ah, no, I'm just watching him. Hmm. I'm, just, I'm, just, I'm just watching her. No, 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 leave her. No, leave her. Let her be doing. I'm just watching. No, I'm not reacting. Eh? No, hmm. I will not do anything now. Hmm. Just leave her. Wait, I'm coming. I'm coming. That's not patience. It is not being quick to react while keeping a good attitude. So this person is totally annoying you. You are not reacting. But you're still, you know, you're still tolerant. You're still smiling. You're still saying, no problem, I'll do it. Me, I hate waiting. <laughs> like, I mean, people call me a time freak. If I tell you that I'm somewhere by 9 o'clock, I'll be there. And because I respect my time and I respect people's time a lot, patience was one of the things that the Holy Spirit had to come and teach me. That you would, uh, you would make allowance. Oh, Everybody cannot be wired like you. Everybody doesn't think like you. Everybody doesn't act like you. Why? Because everybody was not raised like you. So you cannot expect them to automatically be you. And that's what annoys us. The fact that this person is not seeing this thing like me or not doing this thing the way I would do it. But that person is not you. That person didn't have your parents. That person didn't go to your school. That person has not had the same experiences that you have. And trust me, you're annoying that person too. So you must learn to be patient with people. Give allowance. You're a human being. That's why you're flexible. Right? Give some room. Yes, I would have rather you did it like this, but... Mm. No problem. I'm sure we'll get it the next time. I'm speaking to somebody in that choir. Hallelujah! No, when I'm, when I'm done, you my offering. Amen? <laughs> Love is patient. So be patient with your people. Be patient with your parents. I find that a lot of people are not patient with their parents. Be patient with them all. They too, they've never been parents before. Be patient with your children. They are figuring it out. Patient with your friends. But you're my friend. You should know better. But he doesn't, though. She doesn't. So be patient. Be patient. Praise God. It says, love is kind. How do you treat people? Are you considerate? Are you considerate? To be considerate in Nigeria is... Um, we need two Holy Spirit, two, two different Holy Spirit, one on the left, one on the right, because even when we are driving, what's happened now? Like, I want to enter. The road will not finish. You know that if I enter, it's not that there will not be road remaining for you to enter. We are all struggling. We are all only, it's only, it's not my business. So far, me, I've passed. So far, me, I've done my own. 
any other person that is coming, die. I've climbed, so I must burn this ladder. Nobody else is climbing after me. Be kind. Be kind. Go out of your way to do things for people. And I'm not talking about eye service. You know eye service now. Hey, hey, hey. Mama, licious mama, the mama. Mm-mm. It's not that type. It's not the one that you do for people that you think you can get something from. So I heard that this person has money. If I'm nice to her, maybe. I heard that, ah, where I'm going to work, where I want to work, I heard that this guy is a boss there. Maybe if I overdo, if I wash his car, if I polish his shoe, if I do this thing, he will collect my CV and he will help me. That's not what we're talking about. We're talking about being kind to people you don't even think can help you in return. The person has nothing to give, and you will be so surprised that you think you will reap. It might not even be from that person. But the, the, the repercussion of what you have done, there's no way. Now, God is a rewarder. He says he does not forget your labor of love. So when you are doing, and you, said, you see now, we said it's equally important. So when you are doing it for that person, you, you, in your mind, you are doing it for God. And once you start seeing that scripture like that, a lot of things start making sense. When Jesus said, whatever you do to the least of your brothers, so you also do unto me. Scriptures like that began to make sense because he said it's equally important, right? So if I treat Pastor Maka badly, saying whatever you have done to her, you have done it to me. Because the one you are doing for me is eye service if you cannot do her right. And I see right through it. That's what God is saying. Because you feel like, ah, God will bless me, so let me do, what will Pastor Maka do for me? I beg you. No. That's eye service. So the same way, the same way you will go out of your way to do something for somebody you feel like you can get something from, is the same way you will go out of your way, an extra mile. Would you, would you spend an extra hour to make somebody happy? Would you, would you spend an extra 10000 to help somebody? Would you give off your knowledge? Say, ah, I, don't want to, I don't want to open the, the bomb bomb of my industry, but what is it? Some people, you ask them questions, it will be as if you're asking them for the key of heaven. How did you, do you see that this person has achieved this? Thing? Oh, how did you do this? Eh, it's not really easy like that. So, um, do not be giving motivational speech. That, eh, you know, just, um, just, keep, just keep a positive attitude. You know, just, just keep believing, keep believing. Even my sister, my sister, what did you do? <laughs> If it's in your power, except it's not, maybe you signed a contract that, okay, as this person has helped me, I cannot now divulge. That's the different thing. But if you went, if you've, 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 and that's what mentorship is. Who are you mentoring anybody? That's being kind. I've experienced things, I've gone through things that I want, if I tell this person how to do it, it will be easier for them. They will not have to make that mistake. Can anybody in your industry say, oh, I've, I rode on your shoulders and I am here today? Can any family member say, ah, at that time I was, in a big, I was in big trouble. Ah, I called this person and this person came through. Can your friend be in trouble and they are thinking, oh, the person that will really go out of their way to help me is this person. Or they are thinking, hey, I beg. If I call this one, say, if you go out in problem, join my own. Praise God. So be kind. Even people that seem like your enemies today, they might be useful tomorrow. Don't shut any door. Don't shut any door. I'm not saying, eh, hey, you must sit down with them. And, 
but be kind when you can. It doesn't take anything else. And when God sees that you are somebody who is willing, he will make you able. So you will not, because it's, ah, I really want to, it's a lie. If you really want to, you will. Ah, nobody no one help you. Ah, nobody you no one help me, sir. And there's some people that they will help you, eh? There's a, there's a problem. <laughs> there's a problem in my village. They say, if you want to back me, don't let my leg be touching the ground. Let me know you are backing me. You say you are backing me, but my leg is still touching the ground. Some people, they will say they are being kind to you. It's better that they did not help you. They will complicate your matter. You will, in fact, you will wish that you could just left it. Praise God. So be kind. The next thing. No, 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 no. Back. I, I only did patient. It says, love is not jealous or boastful or proud. Love is not jealous. See this jealousy, eh? <laughs> Social media does not want us to be great. People are showing you lives that they are not living so that you can hate the one that you are actually living. So they will borrow car and snap beside it. You'll be angry. It's not me and this person that went to secondary school. She doesn't even have sense. She not even pass. Me that I passed that. But you know me, she was cheating on self. That, uh, that was copying my work in school. Now, hey, are you serious? She bought a house. She bought... And Twitter will not allow you rest. If you're 25 and you're still living with your parents, you're a failure. Now, so, go and check where they're staying. Some of them don't, if they wish they had parents to take care of them, so they are jealous of you that you have. So they are out there hustling and saying, you, to come and join us, I leave it. When, I, when I'm arranged and my parents have helped me, I will come out and meet two people outside. In the meantime, be suffering or suffer by yourself. So they keep making it look like, oh, my life is the best. My grass is greener on this side. is a lie. The grass is greener where you water it. Simple. Whether it's on the left or on the right. So don't be tempted to be jealous of anyone. Since if you love others, you will not be jealous of them. You will not be jealous of them. And I find that boastful and proud is, an, is sometimes, no, I won't say all the time, is sometimes an offshoot of jealousy. So you've seen somebody who's doing something great, and then you feel like you need to exaggerate your own so that they will say, are you two, you have come. So you have one clot. You say, ah, 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 nah, uh. no, you know, this is just one of my <clears throat> many, many designers, something, something. You know, I even give them out. I even, at last two days, I gave out two cars and nobody asked you. I was asking you direction to that place, sir. No one asked you about the cars you gave out. People always trying to put in their achievements into every conversation. It's a self-esteem issue. It points to low self-esteem. The people that are doing great things, they are not making noise. Hey, they are not making noise. They are not making noise. When we had Manuel, um, one of the speakers on the mainland, yes, was, um, he was Dr. Yemisi Edu. Yes, she's the MD of FCMB. And... Forgive, because even I, I don't follow her on Instagram. I don't even really know her. 
The people that are on Instagram that we are following that have 10 million views, 10 million followers, 100 million followers. When she came up and she spoke about her life, I was like, you see that the people that are doing something in this life, they are not making noise. I was so inspired and I kept on thinking, hey, we are just, they all, they are all deceiving ourselves on this. This social media, so shall let you close it and go home. Causing you to have envy. If only you can see the picture. If only you can see what's really happening. This Valentine, I said, my husband did this. My husband, but they've used foundation to cover slap. Before they did that selfie. And you, you're in your house thinking, hey, Lord, am I a goat? Are you not seeing me? Am I a con? <laughs> so don't feel the need. Don't, don't feel the need to envy on another person. Don't feel the need to overcompensate. It's not a competition. It's not a competition. God loves all of us equally. Everybody's path is different. Imagine a chicken now, enter water, I'm saying, no, this fish must not swim more than me. This fish must not, and when the fish is swimming more than you, depression, frustration, you start picking out all these feathers and be angry. What will you say? That will be okay. Auntie, go and be a chicken. What's happening? And the fish will be saying, yes, yes, Mm, fish, come out. Let's stand here and see what will happen. So it's not a competition. When you see them, they bring out their fine car, you like, and you move on. If you don't even want to like, leave it now. And let's see, let me tell you, these things are a process. If it's taking you time, and you are still looking at it, you are still angry, eh? unfollow. While the Holy Spirit is doing his work, unfollow. Follow the people that are your size, (laughs) so that you can be liking that one with a good mind. When the Holy Spirit is done and you want to follow them back, you can go back. Praise God. So don't be threatened by other people's success. You should be rooting for the people around you to win. Do you know why? And it was also the Holy Spirit that gave me this analogy, and I was free forever. It says when you're in a queue, and there's false scarcity, and you're in a queue, maybe there are like five or six people before you. You know that when somebody buys, you're happy. Why are you happy? Because it's closer to your turn. So when somebody in your circle gets a job and you don't have a job, say, thank God, no, this one not come up online. Hey, I don't move front. When you're wanting to be married and you come to church on a Saturday and it's a wedding, you say, ah, okay, oh. somebody don't come out, I don't move front. Somebody gets a car, you say, ah, okay, oh, hey, thank God, oh, they release another one, oh, hey, see me, oh, I don't come front. Praise God. That should be your attitude. That should be your attitude. Perspective is everything. The moment you change your perspective, change the way you look at people, change the way you look at situations, you would see, you will be free forever. So every time I see somebody who enters into a realm that I'm looking for, I'm like, hey, we were 10 before, now we are 9. Be, ah, well, we have moved forward. Very soon it will reach my turn. So keep that energy. Praise God. Good for people to win around. If you are in a circle of people and they are not winning, run. If there's nobody that is winning in that circle, take off. Take off. Something's wrong there. They're not selling fuel in that filling station, Abby. When they're not selling fuel, would you go? Will you die there? No. You move your car and you live there. Praise God. Hmm, next thing. Love is not rude. 
Love is not savage. You know that's what we're calling it now? Yeah, you're savage. No, you're rude. That's all you are. You're rude. You're not woke. You are rude. Badly behaved. That's what it is. So I will talk to people anyhow. You are rude, sir. And it's not... It, see, I find that... <laughs> We say, oh, we're Christians, we're Christians, you speak in tongues, I can speak in tongues for two hours, I pray, I read my Bible. If the spirituality that you claim is not in alignment with your character, there's a problem. As you are growing spiritually, your character must be changing. If your character is not changing, I don't care what you say. I don't care how many times you are praying, see, you are not doing it. Something is wrong. Something is wrong. A tree that says, oh, I'm planted in this place. I'm collecting nutrients. I'm collecting something. I'm collecting sunlight, but you're not releasing fruit. There's something wrong. There's something. You can't deceive us. Something is wrong. Because if you are really collecting the nutrients that you claim that you are, fruit will come out. It's natural. And what they do to a tree that is not produced, they cut it down. Cut it down is to do firewood. May that not be our portion in Jesus' name. So you cannot be and you are coming to church you are doing, and you are not changing. The way you were talking before outside is the way you are still talking now. Your HOD say one, you say ten. A pastor will put something on, 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 on Instagram. You, what, are, what are you saying? What, 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 are, you, what are you saying? Hey, Jesus. What are you saying? Everybody knows everything now. Even if, it's, even if it's in your head, that thing is in your head. Eh? The Holy Spirit, that's, see, that's how you prove to us that you have the Holy Spirit. Because self-control is a fruit of the Spirit. So even if that thing is hungering you to talk, Holy Spirit will say, no, don't say it. The moment you type it, all of us know. In fact, me and you know that there's a problem with your work with the Holy Spirit. The fact that you are able to type this thing, your, your chest is not burning. You are not hot, you are not sweating. Hey. Some papas will post something, you will see some people, I say, this person, this person, you know when they say the heart is seared? Holy Spirit, don't carry night bus, they go, because don't tire for your matter. He has packed his bag. Because, I better go see Nachi, let's go, because see this person. It's over, let's go. Praise God. It says, love is not rude. The things that you say, the way that you say it, is important. All this bullying on social media, you're typing whatever you like, I'm just saying my mind, you don't know the effect that it is having. Let's not be tempted to be rude. To, even, and this is not just up to people that are above you. Don't be rude to people that are on your level or even beneath you in course. So you have a house up. Have you ever said thank you? That's not a nice thing. It says your words must be laced with kindness. Please, thank you, excuse me. As parents, we keep telling our children five magic words for adults to use it now. You don't like magic. <laughs> magic words is not only for children. Say, please, excuse me, thank you, I'm sorry. Some you to say it. When you're wrong, say you're sorry. Don't be rude. It's not speaking your mind, it's not wokeness, it's not being savage, it's not even being funny. Because somebody put one ridiculous, ridiculous uh, comment and later I was saying, oh, I was joking. Who's laughing? Can you see anybody laughing? So that joke was not funny. 
So don't be tempted to just write anything or say anything to anyone just because you feel like you can. Remember, equally as important, would you talk to God like that? If you won't talk to God like that, then don't talk to anybody else like that. Praise God. The next thing says it, it does not demand its own way. Love is not stubborn. Whether it is a vocal stubbornness or a quiet stubbornness. Phlegmatics know what I'm talking about. You know all those. Mm, now who argue with King Nine in Dante? I'll sure do what I want to do. That's not love. Oh. I'm preaching that one to myself. Because I'll never tell you I won't do it. You said your own, Abby. <laughs> That's the end. Oh, if I'm waiting for something else. That's the end of the matter now. Because it will not be done. <laughs> Praise God. But the Holy Spirit is working on me. Praise God. I'm learning. So don't be stubborn. Says, ah, I've got coconuts. And I don't, we, and I find, see, the devil is, a, you see this devil? I, no, this devil is working, oh. And we all need to wake up. I feel like the devil has strategy meetings every morning. Ah, he does. He will have round table and say, well, how can we, see everything that God has said. How can we find a way to deceive these people into thinking that the other way is working? So now, coconut, coconut head generation is a, is a compliment. Me, I know go gray, I get coconut head. The Bible is saying you cannot be stubborn. You cannot say it must be my way and no other way. You've heard, other, you've heard people say it is my way or the right way and my way is the right way. No. Sometimes it will be your way. Sometimes you have to just, okay, for the sake of peace in this friendship, for the sake of peace in this office, for the sake of peace in this church, let me do it this way. Praise God. You must learn to compromise sometimes. And not, of course, not in the bad things. You know what I mean. I mean, talking to adults now, so I don't have to explain. <laughs> Praise God. Make godly compromises. So you know that, oh, this thing might inconvenience me just a little, but if I do it, it will make somebody else's life a whole lot better. Then don't be demanding. No, no. Eh, if, I, if I do this one now, nah, person's head will be swelling. If I do all those things, they're not of God. Praise God. It says it is not irritable. Do you know irritable? Nobody bites it. <laughs> when people are talking to you, oh, mm, mm, mm. I know, do you know people like that? That everything, mm, you tell them to do, mm, mm. why? What's happening? Even the way some people answer the phone call. Mm? Eh? Ha -ha. Are we fighting? What happened? You don't get easily irritated with people. Oh, that person just irritating me. That person just irritating me. It's not of God, though. It's not of God, though. Because we too are irritating, you know, both to others and even to God. But he's managing us. He's arranging us. He's helping us. Why? Because of love. Because of love. Because of love. And then he says he keeps no record of being wronged. Ah, this one is hard. Though. But the Holy Spirit is a helper. That's the only consolation, Abby. The Holy Spirit is a helper. Because somebody did me bad. They say I should not write it down. I should not remember it. I should not record it. What, you know when they say you not record something? What it means is that when you see that person... There should be no remembrance of, like, I didn't, eh, like when they tell you, you say, eh, the person did that. Eh, eh, ah, 
no longer well. It says he keeps no record of wrong. So when your husband annoys you, he said, don't write it down and lock the journal and store it somewhere that your time is coming. Mm-mm. It says love does not keep record of wrongs. <laughs> I'm pausing because it's, ah, it's like it's not hard for you people. It's like you people got this, right? Like we're just annoying you and you're like, seven, seven times, seven times. And then, <laughs> God even had to give us a number that is ridiculous because not this people. If I even tell them hundred, they'll be counting it one, two. <laughs> he said, ah, no. Each wrong, each person, seven times, seven times. Praise God. It says it doesn't keep a record of wrongs. So somebody wrongs you, just... You make, you make, you know how you say you make allowances and you, you, you give them benefit of the doubt. Like, okay, this person was, I greeted this person, she not answer me, maybe she's having a bad day. I asked this person to do this thing, person did not do it. Oh, maybe they, you know, maybe they were busy or maybe they, maybe they this. But then you can say, oh, I asked you to do this thing, you didn't do it, so why now, what happened? Not that you will be, be sweating, be, the person might not even know they did anything to you. I've had those instances where I took offense and the person didn't even know. So after a while, after like three weeks of processing, I know me, I'm a, I'm a writer, so I will process it, I will write it in different scenes in my head. One, after a while, even the one that did not happen will not be joining it. I'm not saying, did this, is that the person did not have time? Because if the person had time, would have also done this one. And if I give, because I didn't give them chance, because if I give them chance, they would have also added. So I will even add flaws in what you did, what you not do. Praise God. It says no, no. You will, you, you will give excuse. You, you will think the best of them until otherwise. He said unforgiveness is like um, locking yourself in prison for another person's offense. So this one is even more for you. Don't keep any record of wrongs. Praise God. And lastly, yes, love does not rejoice. This one is basic. Don't rejoice about other people going down. Like I already explained, when other people are winning, it's, you should be happy yourself because ah, okay, oh, it's getting to my turn. Next, I'm already running out of time. It says love never gives up. Love never gives up. Love always finds a way. Always finds a way. It never loses faith. Always hopeful. Never gives up. The paralytic who had four friends, they loved that guy. They loved that guy. Why? Because they found a way. They got to the door. They said there's no road. If some other people say, I will not tried. We carried him from home now. Abby? Uh uh. We have tried, Joe. Nobody can, you know I say? Nobody can say I've not tried. Nobody. Nobody can say I've not tried. We came all the way. We carried you from the house. We did this. We begged them at the front door. They said no. We went to the back door. They said no. We went to the side door. They said no. What again? No. They found a way. That's love. They opened the roof. Ah, whose roof have you opened? Who have you opened roof for recently? I want to help this girl get this job. You put CV here, they said no. You put CV here, they said no. I don't try for you, take. Go learn, go learn, go learn, walk. 
because you know, I knock him, I knock him, my mother, you do not kill me. They're coming up with all sorts of phrases. They found a way. It might have been just one of them. Maybe the others are saying, let's go say no. Ah, so we leave this guy like this. Ah, ah. How will you sleep at night? How will you, knowing that the solution is inside this place, that lie will die here. I'm finding a way to help my friend. That's love. Abraham did it for Lot. Lot has showed him Pepe now. Showed him Pepe. They had to go their separate ways. But when he heard that there was trouble in Gomorrah, he went and told God that God do help. God said, how many people? He said, if he was now using style, if he's up to ten, will you? If he's up to five, will you? Because he knew, he knew what he was trying to achieve. He still helped him found him. Even though they still burned the place, God still sent angels to bring him out. And that, that scripture is, is scripture for another day because even that lot was stubborn. The angel literally had to pull him out. Why? Because of Abraham's love. Because if I don't do this thing for Abraham to be somehow. It's not even about lot. There's some relationships, some connections that you have that you know can help somebody. You say, okay, ah, because of a dead wall. It's not because of energy, because it's because of energy, and I will not do it for him. But because the devil asked me, let me do all that I can. Praise God. God, love never fails. Love never fails. Say, God loved the world so much that he found a way to save us. It's because of love that we are here. If he didn't love us, because of love, and the only way was to kill his son. He didn't say, ah, this one is too much. Who are they safe? What, are, what will I use them for? I have angels that are worshipping me. I have ministry angels. They have everything I need. I have pavements of gold. What do they want to give me? No. But love said I will find a way. That son, I will kill that son. Love never fails. So every time you're making an excuse, ah, I would have helped you, but I don't have money. Love finds a way. Ah, I would have helped you, but I really don't have time. Love finds a way. Ah, you know, I would have done this for you. I would have really done it for you. But, ah, you know, this is a very tight. Love finds a way. Love never fails. Praise God. So before we rise and pray, I'm just going to, you know, charge us to do one random act of kindness this week. Find somebody that you can do. What's just one random act? It doesn't even have to be one major something. Don't even have to. If you have money to buy somebody a car, please do. Feel free. But just something that you know somebody needs or will make somebody happy. It might be spending a quality time with one elderly widow. It might be going to help her out. It might, be, it might be giving somebody something. It might be an act of service. Whatever it is. One, just one. Can do more, but at least one random act of kindness for someone this week. Are we game? And we're going to take testimonies next, next week. Praise God. Can we rise to our feet so we can just say a quick word of prayer? I want you to just pray for yourself this morning. Because everything that we've said is easier said than done. We're going to pray that you... Because the Holy Spirit is, is willing, is ready. The prayer is for you, that you will yield. That when the Holy Spirit says, don't speak, you will yield. When he says, don't be nice to this person, you will yield. When he says, go out of your way for this person, you will yield. That 5K in your pocket, give it to this person, you will yield. 
Pray for yourself that your heart will be sensitive. First of all, to even hear and to see the people that God is sending you to. That you will love the people around you unconditionally. You will remember that they are equally as important as your love for God. Pray for yourself. Father, that I will be yielded. Every time I am tempted to keep a record of wrong, I will remember what you have said. Every time that I am tempted to be jealous, I will remember what you have said. Every time that I'm trying to be proud just to overcompensate for my self-esteem, I will remember what you have said. Every time I'm tempted to be mean to someone because they were first mean to me, I will remember what you have said. I will be yielded to the Holy Spirit. Thank you, Heavenly Father, for we know that in this same, same time that we have asked, you have heard us. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. For in Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Were you blessed this morning? Hallelujah. We know you've been blessed by this message. To order a copy of this message or any of our messages, you can call us on 080-777-14411 or 080-777-14412. Or you can visit our website on www.davidschristiancenter.org. David's Christian Center, home of victorious people.